1: Shall we play a game?
0: How about Global, Thermal, Nuclear, War?
1: How about a ice game of Skyrim?
0: Excerpt from a Dawnguard Warriors Journal, 5th of Frostfall, 4th Era, 201. At last we have arrived at the gates of Blackreach. The final Elder Scroll should soon be within my grasp. I look forward to returning to Dexion and having its secrets revealed. I am eager to learn the way to end Lord Harkon's ambitions, to realize this dark prophecy he works towards. I am equally eager to be freed from the company of this undead creature, Serana. As both vampire and necromancer, she is the embodiment of the things I struggle against in the service of my goals. For a time, her actions lulled me into a sense of grudging respect and ...certain trust that one might place in the enemy of one's enemies. Yet she remains unrepentant in her evil. On the journey through Raldapthar we encountered the remains of a Nord woman... ...gruesomely tortured and killed by the heartless Falmer. Before I could use my tools and offer the prayers of Arcade ...to prepare this woman for her journey to the afterlife... ...Sorana invoked her dark magics to raise this woman from the dead... ...simply to use her shambling body as a shield against Falmer attacks. This despicable act is a jarring reminder... ...that it is indeed a monster that walks beside me, soulless and vile. She is merely a tool to be used for the Dawnguard's purposes. And when these goals have been realized, I must retain the courage of my convictions... ...and her blight on this land, if R.K. grants me the opportunity. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to ASA Podcasting's Let's Play Skyrim, Dawnguard edition. As mentioned, we are now right outside the entrance to Blackreach... Let us open this door and see what comes next. Hopefully, Serana will rejoin us. Uh, you'll recall from the last episode that I think she glitched out somewhere in Raldabthar. Ah, oh, but, you know, there she is. Evil and red-eyed as ever. So here we are. Oh my goodness. What a strange and interesting place this is. Oh! And before I describe it, there's a Falmer coming to give us the business.
1: That'll teach you.
0: Easily dispatched. He's one of the low-level ones. Not any of the casters or whatever we've been dealing with. But yeah, so Blackreach is this huge, large cave, it would seem. And there are these giant, glowing mushrooms, I assume. like They look like massive jellyfish floating in the sky. But uh, otherwise, we see the traditional... The traditional Dwemer uh, architecture at work here. Sort of a mix of, of towers and walkways and somebody shooting at me. Oh, there he is. Well, I think I've got Firebolt up. What do we got here? Yeah, there we go. Firebolt. I've got He's a Falmer there. off to the left of the entrance in one of his tents, sniping us from a distance. But yeah, these huge floating blue mushrooms give the whole cave area this eerie glow. done.
1: And done. I'm okay. I've spent more than my share of time in caves already.
0: You just be silent. Be glad I haven't already put my sword in you. No, we'll not have you raising the dead. Not for any purpose. You witch. Let's just be done with this. So yes, we're at the top of what appears to be a series of like stone pathways that wind down. Illuminated by this blue glow. I'm making my way down to sort of a small stone gazebo, I guess you'd call it. it. has some gears and the like in there. I imagine there'll be a switch or something that needs to be flipped. What do we got here? Let's take a look at this. This would be... It looks like a lift of some kind. The Derelict Pump House. Well... That's not really where I'm going. I think I'm, my goal here should be the, uh, I guess the observatory or something, correct? So we'll continue our adventuring. See what else we can find in this area. But yeah, quite eerie in that it's illuminated with all these glowing mushrooms and more of this ancient Dwemer machinery at work. What have we here? in front of a tall Dwemer tower with gears and another one of these spear gates. Looks like it's just a lift inside there. No obvious way to open it. Well, pardon me, there's a button on the, the statue's head. Let's activate that button. And of course, the spears come down into the floor. What have we got here? Uh, open to Skyrim. Okay, well that'll be our way out. So we'll try to make a mental note of that. Let us see. So we've come down to a, a misty, fog-covered river, which I suppose we'll cross. Oh no, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's water. It's water. For a moment, it looked only like fog. We'll make our way through here. Again, this is. Uh, this feels a little less jarring than some of the travels through Raldbithar itself, because at least this is sort of a, a cave, and it's. It's not as creepy that it's that it's empty of life, you know. But again, all this all this architecture left behind reminds us of the Dwemer who simply vanished at one point. Ah, okay, we've got another large tower with a, a Dwemer metal door. Let us mount the steps, get up there, and and see where we are. The War Quarters. Hmm. Again. Not really where I'm intending to go, and while it might be fun to get some free kills and the like, I don't think that's really what we want to be spending our time on. I am uh, quite anxious, both as a character and as the player, to sort of move on to the next stage of this of this quest. I'm really curious to see what what Dexian will have to say when we bring him the Elder Scrolls. Uh, I suspect we have a little bit of time left before it will become a reality, but I am looking forward to like facing off against against Harkon. He's going to be quite the fascinating challenge, I think. You know, a vampire lord is no joke. That's to be certain. And I look forward to testing Druston's metal against him. And, I got to be honest, I'm really curious to see what will come of of Serana's story. Like I sort of feel like she's going to come with us in the end and we'll be willing... I just jumped down from a high place because I think I've spotted the tower I need to go to. I'm really trying to beeline through here. Definitely coming through Raldabthar seems to have been the shorter way, uh, which is good. And I think it actually uh, positioned us pretty well on the map to find the observatory. As you notice, we really have met little resistance... But I can see in the distance, like, creatures moving around and stuff. And, you know, while it is always fun to fight things, there's nothing wrong with taking a bit of an easier path. I mean, the goal is to work our way through the story. Not necessarily to hack and slash our way through it. No, that just opened to Skyrim. Another tower with these... Who is this Dwemer? Who is this metal Dwemer constantly depicted? Or who is this face constantly depicted in these masks? Hmm. Shoot me a shoot me a comment on the Facebook group or something or get in touch with me on Twitter and let me know if you know who that god is I'm not actually, despite the fact that I I run a podcast dedicated to reading the books and exploring the lore I'm actually not very well informed I tend to learn every day when I do a reading so the identity of that Dwemer deity I presume is a mystery to me so here we go the hand Cathedral. Again, hmm, not really where we're going. Give us just a moment. There we are, quick check of our map. Put us, one hopes, back on the right direction. I am close to Sindirian's Field Laboratory at the moment. But I think we will, again, pass that by in favor of serving a larger purpose. Drusen has some urgency now. In that he wishes to be rid of his vile companion, as I have alluded to. So, poking around and and looting, taking on needless fights is really no longer in his interest. We will do our best to move as quickly as possible through this area as we can. Come across a large, glowing sphere, being. You know, on a small raised platform, being held up by Dwemer mechanisms, very interesting. We'll get up here and sort of see if we can get a good lay of the land. Figure out where we might need to go next. I did warn you that you needed to be prepared for me to get lost in these places, and Blackreach seems to be a a rather sprawling location. So goodness knows how long we will spend in here together, my friends. But take heart. If nothing else, it should be fun. Oh, I'm not stepping on that. There's a large stone circular platform that is quite obviously uh got a spinning blade trap inside it. There doesn't even seem to be anything tempting on it, like there isn't even any treasure to convince me to, to get on there. That's a trap for dummies, is what that is. Oh, what do we got here? Ah, 2920, mid-year version 6. No skill up. I will keep that, however. That was read by a fellow named Sean Rowland on Skyrim Book Club. He did uh, some excellent voice work for that. And we, of course, thank him for his contributions. And If he's out there listening, you are always welcome to return, good sir. I never turn away anyone. Now, we're coming up on what seems to be a fairly large castle. There's a huge yellow glowing chandelier. It seems hanging from a cord that goes up into the darkness, no doubt nailed into the ceiling. So perhaps we will explore that momentarily, see what we can find in there. Ah, but no, I think we're going to pass that castle by. I took a quick look at my HUD, and uh, my quest marker is leading me off here to... What appears to be a very tall tower sitting out in a river on a raised stone platform the heights of which go right up and merge with the natural stone which is interesting but it has that giant deity face on it that I've been referring to in the last couple episodes so I don't know that to me seems like a sign and you know I guess the the quest marker sort of doesn't hurt either. Alright, so on the ground floor in here, we have another one of these lift levers. This Tower of Mazark. Alright, let's give that a pull. And we have arrived at what looks like the remains of a camp inside the, uh, the stoneworked inner room. There's a broken Dwemer pipe spewing green steam and a one of the ubiquitous swimmer chandeliers. What do we have here? Ah, a knapsack. Eh, a few dollars and some food. Nothing serious. Can I actually take the knapsack? No. Some sundry items on the shelves. Lots of ruined books. We won't pass those by. Go out the opposite side of the room. Walking by a couple of very nice vases. That's good. Or urns. Can't interact with them. But boy, they look good. Okay, oh my goodness, here we are. This has got to be the place. Uh, there is what looks like a giant dwarven metal sphere with all these like large inset stones. It's about three druistons high set into the stone floor, so we will we'll go around the circumference. And, of course, I'll go around the wrong way because it's me. So we'll make our way back around and get up the stairs here and see what we have in front of us. Eh, gears and stuff in the wall, that's interesting. Ah, yes, here we are. So, We've got a winding stone ramp leading us up. Up, 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 up. Where do we come out? Let us see. Oh! Interesting. Look at this. So it's this really large sort of... Ugh, well, it's... It's A Dwemer device, um, the floor of it is sort of like um, the top half of a circle uh, with these interlocking rings and all these more of these like green gem inset circles or whatever inside, but above it is like all these like mechanical arms It sort of reminds me of um, i don 't know if you ever did this when you were a kid in school in science class, but you would build like these models of the um, of the solar systems. you have the sun at the center and then you 'd use like coat hangers or whatever. To place the planets at the various distances. There's a word for that. But, uh, yeah, it reminds me of something like that, like a, a collection of the solar system. Okay, so what do we have here? Okay, uh, going slightly farther up the ramp, we come to a lexicon receptacle and then five pillars with sort of buttons and the like on them. So let's let's play with that. Let's... I guess start with the lexicon because we do have one from Septimus okay we'll pop that oh okay so that goes in there and kinda lights up a little bit let's see what happens when we start pushing some of these buttons okay the, uh, the arms are moving a little bit they've shifted around and Oh, the lexicon is like illuminated now alright um, what happens if we push the button on the left now Okay, a little more shifting, okay, third one is now illuminated, We'll we'll tag that as well. I always do this a little bit randomly, I'm sorry, like, puzzles are, are not sort of my thing, but uh, okay, so we've gotten a lot of these, these arms, I guess, that were sort of previously at the top of the ceiling, they've kind of sort of moved down and, and spun around a little bit, And now, uh, the button in the center is glowing, so let's push that and see what happens. Oh. Oh. Okay, so this large, like, egg-shaped green gem sort of descended from the ceiling and opened. And, oh, oh, sure enough, if I know from my time with watching Serana carry around an Elder Scroll, I bet you that's what this is. So let's go snag this. Oh, click. Dun, dun dun Elder Scroll of Blood. So we will take that one. And, uh, let's get the hell out of this place. Although, I will take a minute and just admire the, uh, the inner workings. Yeah, the Dwemer. All that knowledge lost. Oh, and Drocked. Who's Drocked? At $18, some charcoal and a steel dagger, I don't need any of that. And, oh, Journal of Drocked. Yes. I'll take that as well, and you can check out uh, the Skyrim Book Club feed if you want to hear that. That made its way into the story recently, I think. So here we are. Let's so take back this lexicon, there we go. I think Cygnus wants that, but that's an interesting question. I don't uh I don't really know if like we have to go back to him. I mean let's take a look at my journal here. It says uh Okay, Seeking Disclosure. I've secured both of the Elder Scrolls needed to fully decipher the Tyranny of the Sun and pinpoint Oriole's Bow. I need to return to Fort Dawnguard, where Dexion has been waiting to begin his reading. I mean, really, I think that's... That's all I'm really interested in in doing. I don't really want to spend time going back to the College of Winterhold and then swimming out into the ocean and giving Cygnus his cube. not sure what he would... What he would gain or or do for us as a result but i think it seems pretty obvious that uh, the main Dawnguard story is best served by just getting our butts back to Dawnguard castle so we're gonna do that let's see here back down into blackreach oh an eager serana made it down the lift ahead of us it would seem now if i can just remember how to get out of this place so we will take a quick hop, skip, and a jump back the way that we've gone. Oh, there we go. Well, thanks to my uh, my auto-harvesting mod, I've managed to grab 30 Crimson Nern Roots, and I'm being told to bring them to Avrusa Sarethi, whoever that is. So maybe we'll do that off-camera at some point, just for giggles. See if we can make our way out of here. Ah, yes. Well, any one of these lifts should do. I believe I'm currently on pace to find one. I wonder if you can fish in these underground waters. But would you want to eat what you caught? Somehow, I think not. All right. So we've come across one of these gear-encrusted towers that I'm pretty sure is a lift out to Skyrim. Indeed it is. So let's hit that. See where we come out. Oh, the great lift at Rald Raldabthar discovered. Okay, but here's the question Can I get out of here? Okay, so I am oh there's a lever. I was saying I'm standing here uh surrounded by like large you know, Dwemer metal gates on all sides. But there was, there seemed to be no ability to open them. And then, of course, as is always the case in Skyrim, the lever to open the locked door was right next to them. And I'm five feet from the entrance to Roaldobthar. So that that was good. It is a beautiful, bright day in Skyrim. Snow blowing across the, uh, the scenery. I think what I'm going to do now is just see if we can actually fast travel to Dawnguard from here. Yeah. Yeah, so I came out at the Great Lift, not too far from Windhelm. Let's see if my map will let me go far. Oh, yes, indeed. Fort Dawnguard. Fast travel. Here we go. Interestingly enough, the loading screen is actually the lexicon pillar that I was just dealing with. All right, well. Weapons down. We are now at the entrance to Dawnguard. I like their banner. It would be really neat if we could get that on a shield or something, don't you think? Yeah, that would be quite fun. Anyways, let's pop inside here and see what uh what comes next i'm really curious to see what old dexion has to say what his interpretations of the scrolls have to have for us another quest no doubt and it seems something that will point us towards the location of oriel's bow and you know here's the thing i'm not really an archer so i'm actually going to be pretty clumsy if that's some kind of like required tool here now the entryway is mostly empty, but here we have Dexian just sitting on the side. Oh, he's got a—he's got like a bandana around his eyes now, or a tight piece of cloth tied around. So something happened. I
2: trust your journey was successful.
0: Indeed, it was, good friend. Both Elder Scrolls have been recovered, and we come to you now, I seeking trust your knowledge. Your
2: journey was successful.
0: I've brought the Elder Scrolls, Dexian.
2: I'm sorry, my friend. I can no longer be of use in this matter.
0: (sighs) Why? What's happened? Have you been blinded permanently?
2: It's my fault. In my haste to read the First Scroll, I neglected the careful preparation required. I thought I'd be able to allay the after effects, but I was wrong. Now I am paying for it.
0: That covering on your eyes. You are blind now, as many Moth Priests before you are not. Blind? Yes, I'm afraid so. Can anything be done to help you? Perhaps we could heal you in some fashion? No,
2: it will have to run its course. And there's always the chance I may never
0: recover. Hmm. Well, where shall we find another Moth Priest? Are we truly finished after everything that we've done? No, there is another way.
2: The question is. How much are you willing to risk to find Aureol's bow?
0: As a servant of Arcay and Meridia, there is no higher calling for me than the stopping of Lord Harkon's attempts to live out this prophecy. I've dedicated my life to it, and I'm willing to do whatever I need to do.
2: I can't guarantee you'd be free from harm. Becoming blind could be the least of your
0: worries. Don't worry about my sight, and just tell me what I need to do. Scattered
2: across Tamriel are secluded locations known only as Ancestor Glades. There's one in Skyrim in the Pine Forest. Performing the ritual of the Ancestor Moth within the Glade should provide the answers you seek.
0: Very well. Can you explain this ritual, Dexian?
2: It involves carefully removing the bark from a canticle tree, which will in turn attract Ancestor Moths to you. Once enough of the Moths are following, They'll provide you with the second sight needed to decipher the scrolls.
0: How does one carefully gather the spark?
2: In keeping with tradition, you must use a specific tool in the Ancestor Glade, an implement known as a drawknife. Every moth priest is taught this ritual, but few ever get the chance to perform it. You should consider yourself fortunate if it works for you.
0: And once I have done this, will I need to read the scrolls in any particular order? From
2: what I saw in the vision, the Elder Scroll which foreshadows the defiance of the gods with the blood of mortals is the key to the prophecy.
0: There we go. So we've, we've got an Elder Scroll of Sun given to us. We've started Unseen Visions. And now we have to find a Moth Priest's knife. Well, I mean, like I'm looking at a Moth Priest... Let's ask him. Let's spend a little time with Dexian here. He seems like an interesting character. What went wrong in your reading, Dexian? Deciphering one
2: of the Elder Scrolls is nothing like reading a simple book. There is quite a bit of ritual and concentration required. It can take months or even years to complete a single scroll and even then, months to recover.
0: Hmm. Is it normal for moth priests to go blind in the reading?
2: Sadly, yes. It is the inevitable fate we agree to pursue when reading the Elder Scrolls. It generally does not occur until a moth priest is in his latter years, but in my case, I simply was not preparing
0: myself properly. How is a moth related to the Elder Scrolls?
2: Well, as I'm sure you've figured out by now, it's no mere coincidence that we're named moth priests. The voice of the Ancestor Moth has always been an integral part of reading the Elder Scrolls. But Moths
0: barely make a sound, and they certainly do not speak, Dexian. Oh, the Moths don't literally read the scrolls,
2: but they maintain a connection to ancient magic that allows the moth priests to decipher them. If you listen closely when you find the Glade, you should be able to hear their song, a soft, harmonious trilling. It's through this ancestral chorus that the moths tap into a form of primal augur and become a conduit for deciphering the scrolls.
0: <laughs> now I feel pretty bad for like ripping the wings off Luna moths all these years of Blake Skyrim. I did not know that they were attached to the ancient past. How does this help the moth priest? By having the ancestor
2: moths close to the moth priest, they can utilize the conduit and share the moth's augury. Only the most resilient of priests can do it this way. It takes years of practice to interpret the harmony.
0: I have spent no time practicing this ritual and have none of your knowledge, Dexian. How do I even stand a chance? You've come this far, and you've found several Elder
2: Scrolls. Whether you believe it or not, the Scrolls have a mind of their own. If they did not want you to find them, they would not allow it. Because of this, I strongly believe you were meant to hear the ancestral chorus. Only one way to find out.
0: Fair enough. All right. Well, sadly there is no can I have your moth priest knife option in here, so we'll tab out of the conversations.
2: Good luck. I hope
0: you find the answers.
1: I hope we reach Ancestor Glade soon.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure you're coming with I've helped me, lady. I hope you all
2: that I can. The rest is up to you.
0: Thank you, Dexian. You know, since you're blind, do you really need that awesome sword anymore? Maybe I could... No, we can't trade for it. (laughs) All right, let's take a look here. Pop open the old journal. Uh, Unseen Visions, I guess, is the, the quest that matters. After discovering that Dexing's become blind, I've had to secure alternate means to decipher the Elder Scrolls and locate Oriole's bow. It's been suggested that I might be able to read the Elder Scrolls myself if I use an ancient technique performed by the original Moth Priests. I'm now on my way to a place known as the Ancestor Glade to discover the origin of the mysterious ritual, and I'm just tasked with finding a Moth Priest's knife. All right. Hmm. You know, I'm very tempted to leave her here for a time. Drusen's trust in her has, of course, waned, and he's just had this shocking experience of the fact that she's really quite unchanged and willing to do things that he sort of can't tolerate. If I'm going to go commune with something ancient and holy... I'm not sure that I really want her with me, to be frank. Hmm.
1: Do you need something?
0: I am going to tell her to wait here. Your actions in Raldabthar were most vile, and I find I have trouble being in your company. I do not know why you adventure with us, but I do not trust you either. I need some time from outside of your orbit, and to be frank, it would perhaps not be safest if you traveled with me. I hear the voice of Meridia urging me to do you harm, and... Dawnbreaker seems to want to lunge from its sheath. You may still be useful, and you've earned a short reprieve from your time helping us and your seeming betrayal of your father. But I do not wish your company on this adventure, and I I think it would be best if you stayed here under Isran's watchful eye. I'll be here. She just sort of stands in the center of the room, but... Yes, with that... I think we leave her. We will go outside and take a look at where we need to go next. See if we can find one of these moth priest knives, which I'm really hoping is <laughs> is not too much of a of a hunt and peck and go to every shop and hope that somebody's got one for sale. So again, we are now outside. Let's take a quick peek at our map. Ooh, Ancestor Glade is a fair piece away, not very far from Helgen or Falkreath. Either one would be sort of equidistant. Alright. Well, and it does, you know, judging by the map, it does look like we may find one actually there. So let's see. I don't think I've ever brought Druistan to Falkreath. So let's see if I can fast travel to Helgen. Indeed I can. Okay, we've passed through there at least once, so that's good. That'll shorten our journey. We will go alone, trusting in RK and Meridia to guide us, and Watch over us. There we go. Of course, I skipped over the intro with Drusten. So Helgen is just a closed gate with impaled burnt people sitting outside of it. Gross. So, oh. I hear mutterings in the background. There may be bandits or something inside. I don't really want to mess around here. Is there a way that I can sort of like circumnavigate this place. Can I get around it, perhaps? Let's take a look. Which way? Uh, Yeah, I don't really want to go through it, so let's just go around the perimeter here. Of course got Dawnbreaker out. Ready for any bandit trouble that might come our way. It's a wonderful night in Skyrim. Clear skies and the uh, the Aurora Borealis, or do you want to call it. Illuminating the night. Alright, now I'm going to go pretty much like straight cross-country here. Try to beeline towards this grove. Oh, got a young wolf on the way. One shot, take that. And As he rolls down the hill, but we'll take his pelt. Why not? Make a nice fur coat, or maybe line Serana's coffin with it. That would be fitting, I think. We've now come to a waterfall. It looks like I'm I'm sort of mountain climbing my way down to what appears to be a small camp. There's a, a smoking fire. Oh, and it's bandits. Alright, well, let's get down there and mix it up with them. There's a wizard behind me as I charge towards the main thug. That's a witch of some kind. Oh, a vampire? Well, that's not awesome. Of course, strangely, what ended up happening was I think one of the bandit thugs took a shot at her. So she actually, for a moment, was fighting beside me. There's a vampire night stalker who just seemed to come out of the screen. Oh! Who's done a considerable amount of damage while I was not paying attention. So we're going to suck down a a healing potion, if I can find one. Extreme healing, that'll do nicely. Should be able to put paid to this vampire. Boom! Oh, you take that, Vampire Knight Stalker. Who seems to be wearing some pretty boss armor. Let's open her up and see what it is. Ooh, boiled kite and heavy armor. And heavy boots, and heavy gauntlets, and the helmet. We're taking all of that. But also a pair of vampire boots. So she was carrying spare boots. Interesting. Alright, we're going to keep that. That is probably better armor than the Witcher plate that I'm wearing. Of course, uh to be fair, I've enchanted my plate. And uh I will not replace it, but I'd actually considered building the chitin armor at one point. It's simply because uh I was going down the heavy armor tree, and I guess I wasn't able to make the Witcher plate. I don't know I don't know if it's craftable or not. But uh once I found it in shops. I I took one look at Truiston, and just decided that there was, there was there was just no other way. There was no other way to uh, to dress him. He looked so so perfect as the servant of a uh, a god of death and the seasons and, and Meridia. I'll wait till we get some good sunshine, perhaps in this episode, and I'll give you an updated screenshot of him. the uh, The one that I've released on the Twitter feed for Skyrim Book Club was actually uh, him decked out in Dwarven armor that I'd crafted as he was standing underneath the Statue of Meridia probably just after having gotten her sword. So we're now making our way up a hill. Hello, fox. Off you go. Live your life. And we, are, we seem reasonably close to where we need to be. Although, I've come up on the side of a mountain now. I feel like I have some climbing ahead of me. Let's see. Yeah, I think we're going to have to do a little climbing. Perhaps along a winding path. Oh, Skyrim. Nothing's ever a straight line, eh? Okay. Ah. The last time I climbed anything snowy and windswept was the 7,000 steps. Not with this character, and... Of course, there were trolls. Actually, no, I did that with Drewston. That's true. That's how I got as far as having Whirlwind Sprint, I guess. But my fox friend is with me, leading the way. If nothing else, maybe the bears will attack it first. Yeah, it's strange. Sometimes the animals in Skyrim flee, and other times they uh, they don't seem at all disturbed by you. they just moving along. Probably nothing more than a coincidence that I'm going in the same direction that... He's pathing, but I will take it. Oh, Ancestor Glade discovered. Okay. Ah, there we go. And we have found the entrance into the Ancestor Glade.
1: This must be the place.
0: What are you doing here, Serana? Have you traveled behind me, despite my best wishes, lurking along in the darkness? And why show yourself now? Hmm. Very Well. If you came this way, you must have a purpose. Though I can't say I trust your purpose. Mind yourself, or I will not help you. Alright, so let's get in here. So that's a weird quirk, I guess. Maybe she is essential for this quest. Of course, now she's not following me. I suppose the gamer in me will give in. Well, no, I don't want her to part ways. I don't want to trade with her. I was going to tell her to follow me, but... Uh, yeah, well, she'll do whatever she wants to do. Uh, Druston is perfectly content to go through this on his own. Although, because it involves the Elder Scrolls, she's probably got something she has to do here, so... I suppose from a, a game mechanic perspective, it makes sense that she's here. But yes, so anyways, we've entered what first appeared to just be a small cave entrance, but inside uh, is quite lush. Lots of shrubs and tall trees and there's even like a, I guess a long tunnel cut out in the ceiling to let in the natural light. So that's quite good. I'm auto-harvesting a lot of hanging moss, so that's, that's handy. We'll take that. Don't really do alchemy with Trueston, but uh I suppose it never hurts. Eventually I'll want to wanna add levels to him and I've maxed out smithing, so I'm crossing a small log now, making my way through this overgrown and you know quite natural and interesting looking cave it's actually one of the nicer ones that i've come in into inside skyrim another one of those standing piles of stones we follow our wooden path down oh oh my goodness well it's beautiful i mean this this passage brought me into a very large almost canyon-like area I do see the moths that Dexian spoke about and there are these stone pillars on either side of the walkway and beautiful shafts of light coming down from outside it's almost like the inside of a mountain has been hollowed out although of course it's natural it's a natural uh, structure but yeah beautiful trees everywhere and uh, oh okay this shaft of light comes right down onto a large stone platform Inside a river, so we will make our way down, find that, yeah, nice green stones, oh bubbling bubbling steam, so it's sort of like hot springs, and there are these standing stones that I can only describe to you as as looking like Stonehenge, you know, the two tall men here and then the the horizontal stone across the top they they seem to mark a pretty obvious path through this shallow lake up towards. Oh, a raised platform with a circular stone structure. Inside of which is the draw knife. Let's activate it. Completed. Find a moth priest knife. Now we must gather bark from a canticle tree. So that was really interesting. It was this sort of stone donut shape, I guess, that was being held up by uh, on a pedestal. So now I'm going to guess that right next to me here on the platform, this beautiful pink-leafed tree. Kind of gnarly and dark. Is the canticle tree I need to gather some bark from. So let's do that. Ah, yes, there we go. Canticle bark gathered. Let's see here. Um, Unseen visions. I now have to attract ancestor moth swarms. Zero of seven. Alright, let us see here. There are some moths nearby. We've gathered one, so I imagine we're just going to sort of poke around here. Let's see, we will work our way around the hot springs. Gathered two swarms. A beautiful place. Sort of brownish stone, green water. Ah, the waterfall. Lovely as ever. And Serrana is still high above us foot of a beautiful large tree, we find our third swarm. I'm walking along a a rocky stream bed now towards another swarm. There's four. That's sort of a bit of a dead end. I can't seem to jump my way out of it. Dawnbreaker continues to glow, which is sort of interesting as the moths fly by by it. They are illuminated. So I will make my way back under these Stonehenge like structures. Work our way back up the path. Five swarms, excellent. I'm going to go back up towards Oh, and I'm starting to glow. All around me, they are they are illuminating me. Almost as if I'm carrying a lantern or a torch of some kind. We pick up our sixth swarm. And then oh, as I as I continue to walk up the stairs, there is this wooden gate, barring entry to something, and what I hope is my seventh swarm. I now have a huge orb of light surrounding me. Enter the Column of Light and read the Elder Scroll of Blood. Alright, that'll be back down the way we were. But yes, I'm, I'm surrounded by a sphere of glowing yellow and green light, with all these moths humming around me reminds me of a story of a Buddhist monk who used to catch butterflies by standing very very still as he would hold out his walking stick and patiently wait for them. So here we are. You're standing in the light, or at least what I believe is the light, so let's open my inventory. And hey, under scrolls? No, um, not under miscellaneous. Books perhaps? Elder Scroll of Blood. Oh, okay. Whoa! So this huge sort of spider web of information. I've been pushed into first person as Justin pulls down the scroll. And all these like, ancient sort of glowing rune work is in front of my eyes. He's opened it for a third time now, and it seems to be coalescing into something more clear. Oh, and it's, it's filled my vision, and... I am potentially seeing a different place far from here. Oh, we've got a white screen now. Completed. Enter the Column of Light and read the Elder Scroll of Blood. Now I must speak to Serana. Okay. I'll go back to third person. Alright, the moths have now left me. So I'm gonna have to run back through here quickly. The light is no longer around I me. Mean, that was fascinating. Uh, very interesting. I mean, some some pretty good visual work and sort of a neat vision experience. Not something I've previously experienced in Skyrim. Whoa, I thought for a moment I heard the sound of a beast. But perhaps not. There is somebody in here. Oh, it seems like there's a gargoyle. And some woman behind this wooden gate that I mentioned having found earlier. I don't know. Is that the only way in? A vampire mistwalker it is. Going to enjoy you. Yeah, well, they're shouting at me, but they don't seem to be able to open a simple wooden gate to come get me, so I'm gonna leave them and just see if I can make my way back to Serana. Well, it's not really in Drewston's nature to let a vampire live, so I suppose part of, part of me should be motivated to go back there and kill them, but... Oh. Oh, I may actually have to go through there. That's funny, I didn't know that perhaps that gate closed behind me when I came in here and I didn't notice because I was just in awe of the space. That does seem to be so. I've sort of done a... a quick circle around the perimeter of the lake here and yet it appears that that may in fact be the only way back so let's get over there prepare ourselves to give them the business if that must be what we do oh okay well how do I open this wooden gate is there a button on one of these pillars now you'll pardon me for a moment here but I seem to be at a bit of a loss there are these various vampire-type creatures running around behind this wooden gate, but I cannot for the life of me figure out how to get through it. Oh, son of a gun. How much you want to bet that I needed to talk to her like sort of right there near the pillar? Okay. All right, I'm going to pause for a minute and do some like console shenanigans. I'm pretty sure there's a command I can use to, uh, warp her to me. So perhaps when I talk to her, she'll say or do something that will then let us open this gate. So I'm gonna get a safe distance away, maybe right back towards the pillar. Uh, the donut pillar, as I've come to think of it. And the shaft of light. Because, of course, the game would assume that she probably would have been standing right next to me. So I'm gonna pause for a second and, and fart around with my computer a little bit. And then I will come back, hopefully, uh... Ready to speak with Serana. Okay, so I couldn't bring her to me, but I managed to warp back to her. There don't seem to be any enemies nearby. Oh, there's the gargoyle. Alright, well, we'll take what we can get, anyways. So now we are back out more near the entrance of this ancestor cave. I'm fighting a gargoyle, a vampire mistwalker. They're all coming across that log bridge. ...that I had to deal with before. is doing some considerable damage. We got a Vampire Thrall casting Sparks or similar. Another orcish one that we're given the sauce to. Oh, and we behead him with the final blow. I hear... ...potentially one more. No, that seems to have put paid to them. Ah, we got some very interesting ore. a I guess you call it, off of that dead gargoyle this time. Thrall's had a little money. Search this Mistwalker. No, no good boots. Some lockpicks. Ooh, I'll take one of those. We remember from a previous episode how much it sucked not to have enough lockpicks. 79 gold and an Orcish dagger on our Orcish Thrall. We'll leave his rags on him otherwise. Will Serana follow me? Maybe not, but regardless, let's go talk to her. We're standing under this log bridge.
1: Are you okay? I almost thought I lost you there. You were as white as the snow.
0: <laughs> Lady, how do you know what color I am? My face has been covered since the day we met. Are
1: you okay? I almost thought I lost you there. You were as white as the snow.
0: Your concern is unwelcome and likely insincere. Never mind that, Serana. It worked. I gathered the bark and the moths and read the Elder Scroll.
1: After everything we've been through, it had a damn well better work. What about Ariel's bow? Do you know where we can find it?
0: See, now here's an interesting question, right? I have to tell her. But I wonder if Drustin would, eh? Like, do we want to arm her with that knowledge? I mean, like, if I was Serana, I would have been scheming this whole time, gaining the trust of these people. Because you know that she hates her father. But if she's also an agent of her father, like, why would he just sort of let her wander off to us after not seeing her for a thousand years and leave with an Elder Scroll on her back to come to the Dawnguard? Like, she totally seems like a spy, right? But regardless, like, I would, I would have sent my daughter to specifically find the one weapon <laughs> that, that can stop my chances of, uh, of realizing this prophecy. But regardless of that, I have to tell her, it is in a place called Darkfall Cave.
1: Then it's almost over we can finally put an end to this ridiculous prophecy. Where is mm-hmm. this Darkfall cave?
0: The scrolls gave me its exact location.
1: Then let's get going. I want to get there before my father has a chance to track us down.
0: Yes, I'm sure. So we've completed Unseen Visions. We're now starting touching the sky, and we have to locate Oriol's bow. Let's talk to her for a minute here. What do you know about Oriel's bow, Serana?
1: Not much. If you read any history, it shows up from time to time, but it's a hard thing to track. As far as I know, though, it's never been held by a vampire. That would be a new one.
0: And what does Oriel's bow have to do with the sun?
1: Ariel is one of the elven gods. He's with the rest of them in Etherius. The way I've heard it, the sun represents the connection from our world to theirs. Supposedly, the bow draws its energy from the sun itself, which is why it shows up in that prophecy.
0: And what exactly does it do?
1: That part, I don't know. Once we have it, hopefully it'll be obvious.
0: Does it bother you that we are working against your father?
1: I can't say it surprises me. I kind of figured we were heading for this someday. I just didn't know when.
0: Will it be hard for you if we have to kill him? You do know that is our purpose here, yes?
1: If? I've been assuming that's where all this is going. I've been trying to make my peace with it. Come on, we can talk about this another time.
0: Alright, well, let's get her to come with me. That'll take care of any future glitches. You see, that's what happens. You try to do a little RP and the game just smacks you down.
1: I know you'd miss me.
0: Lady, trust me, the day I draw my sword against you, the last thing I will do is miss but yeah she's moved back in behind me in the typical companion position so we should probably be able to avoid any future glitches however i think that we will leave the hunting for orioles bow for the next episode so thank you very much for hanging out with us here on asa podcastings let's play skyrim as always michael thank you for letting me play in your world I hope you all had a good time listening to this, and I look forward to bringing you the future episodes of Drustin and his grudgingly accepted companion Serana as we work towards ending Lord Harkon's goals. But until next time, my friends, take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Let's Play Skyrim, opening and closing theme music provided by Visager. Visit visager.us to hear all of his other music. To contact the show, email skyromaticpodcast at gmail.com. Also, be sure to leave an iTunes review if you enjoy what you hear. For all of our other shows, head to asapodcasting.com, including My Journey with Cystic Fibrosis with Jeremy, Game Talk, General Gaming Podcast, The Fallout Feed, the Fallout Podcast, Skyromatic Podcast, and The Chatterbox.